Welcome to the Daily Cron for Friday, April 12th, 2019. I'm Steven Tolton. So today, I saw that the teaser trailer for Star Wars Episode 9? Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker was released. And I watched it, and uh, I thought to myself, eh, I, I don't care. <laughs> and uh, I figured, I might as well spend a little bit of time today talking about why I just no longer care about the Star Wars franchise, <laughs> and and why I, I like I'm not excited at all about the new movie, and I don't even know if I'll bother seeing it uh, at all. Let alone, well, I'll see it. I'll see it. I, I'm not sure I'm even going to bother seeing it opening night or anything. Like I just just don't care. But so why don't I care about it? Well, let, let me start at the beginning a little bit. My my evolution on Star Wars. So first off. I want to say that if you're a huge manga Star Wars fan, you loved all these movies uh, and you know episodes seven and eight and uh, Rogue One and Star Wars and, and Solo. If you love those movies, that's great. Um, my opinion on these movies does not affect your opinion. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're wrong in liking those. Uh, I had a lot of issues with these movies, and it eventually sapped my enjoyment from the franchise, which I'm going to explain. But if you're still into it, you still love it then more power to you. I wish I was in that camp. I wish that I could be excited about these Star Wars movies again, but I'm just not, and I don't, I don't know if I really ever will be again. So let me talk about it, though. <clears throat> so I, first off, I was never, like, and I have, I'm not now, and I've never been a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I was always somewhat a fan. Like, I watched the movies, and I liked them. I enjoyed the original trilogy of movies when I was a kid. But like you know, I didn't really, I didn't read the books. I didn't collect. I don't. Yeah, I didn't collect the action figures. Like I wasn't into the whole Star Wars thing. I was always a Star Trek guy. I was really into Star Trek and and um, especially Next Generation and that era. And so Star Wars for me was like the movies I would see when it came on HBO or you know we rented it or something. I don't even remember if I ever saw one of them in the theater because I was pretty young when the last one came out. So I don't know, but I do remember episode one because i was still in high school and episode one uh was announced and i remember we were all very excited about this is kind of the earlier days of the web too earliest like earlier days of the mainstream access to the web so my school had um some access and i remember we were going online and we were were endlessly speculating about it and it was actually exciting we were excited to see it I, i mean i think i saw the movie like at least three times or something in the theater i remember when it was a hot summer day it was like perfect um, perfect time to go see a movie like that. Back then, you know, these blockbusters in the 90s, they were just fun. Even if they were bad movies, they were just fun because it would be swelteringly hot outside and you'd go to the nice, super cold because I think the air conditioning used to be colder. I swear, the air conditioning feels like it was colder in theaters back then. <clears throat> so I would go in the super cold theater and it'd be just, it'd be amazing and, you know, and chilly and you'd get your popcorn and your soda and you just watch this big screen, loud sound. It was amazing. And especially as a kid, it was really fun. Uh, tickets were also a lot cheaper then, <laughs> so that helped. <clears throat> so you go, um, so I remember being really excited about this movie. I remember watching it and certain certain scenes really loving it, like uh, scenes with the pod race scene came to mind. I want, I saw that multiple times for the pod race scene. Uh, but then later, you know, oh, and we all left the theater. We're all like very excited about it. Like, oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in retrospect, I mean, I think everybody who liked those movies in the beginning or Star Wars fans, almost everybody kind of came around the notion that it wasn't really that great of a movie. And I came around that notion, too, as time went on, before the second one came out. 
uh, before episode two came out. And I was like, before episode two came out, I, I my opinion about episode one, it soured a lot. You know, Jar Jar Banks was super annoying, and the plot was really kind of boring, and Anakin was a really annoying little brat, and nothing makes any sense in that movie. Like, like in that movie, Anakin just kind of happens to get lucky all the time. You know, like, that's a stupid character trait, a character trait that comes back, I'm going to say later on in the in the movies, but it's like a stupid-ass character trait to have where he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> he just kind of randomly flies something and it just works out for him yay i'm just lucky because the force or some bs that, that you know to, to explain it but it's boring as a as a movie from a movie standpoint <clears throat> and all the politics which i can i can really like them but i'm not gonna go into like a whole episode one two and three review but the, suffice to say I, I started out really excited and went through it there's some good scenes in there and then and, and then i was like eh, okay we're going to see what happens in episode 2 right maybe episode 2 is going to be the really, the really the good one they were all saying they were saying like episode 2 is going to be the dark one going to be the dark one cuz everybody remembers that you know that uh you know empire strikes back was the best of the originals cuz that was a dark one <clears throat> so episode 2 is going to be the dark one so we watched episode 2 and i can't even remember what the hell happened <laughs> <laughs> this one I haven't seen in so many years, but I do remember uh, being disappointed, and it was like I think that's the one that had like weird flying cars chase scenes and like talking to people in diners and crap like that. Like what is happening? And like the clones and like like what is happening? Uh, uh, so that movie was also lame, uh, mainly because that was a movie where like it, they really amped up the uh, Jedi fights, and and it was just so boring. And the first movie had the Duel of the Fates in episode one. Amazing fight sequence. Still one of my favorite, uh, like, sword fights I've ever, I've ever seen in a movie. It's, it's really wonderfully choreographed with, I think, the best score. I think episode one, at least some of it, like, like Duel of the Fates, some of the best music in any of these movies uh, since the original trilogy. And so, but by episode two, it was just like, Pew pew laser laser sword battles, you know, lights I know called lightsabers. But <laughs> like uh lightsabers and blaster battles and like CGI monsters, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening on the screen and it's boring. Okay, so I left episode two and I was like, this this that kind of sucked. Uh, and so I went into episode three thinking, I'm only watching this because I want to see how it ends. <laughs> So episode three happens and I just hated it. I was like, "What the hell?" I, you know, I, well, maybe I wouldn't say hated. It. I just was so unbelievably bored. They have the extended lightsaber duel at the end of episode three on was it Mustafa? You know, the lava planet. And I'm just like, "This is so boring and makes no sense." But the thing about the yeah, it makes no sense. You, yeah, I was just so bored by the end of that. But, however, the original trilogy does give us some really funny lines and memes and stuff, like about sand and, and like, some really bad acting that you can enjoy. So if you watch it in retrospect, like, you watch it today, I could watch those movies and gain enjoyment from them, because at least those movies tried something different. I'll give them that. They tried to tell a different kind of story. They tried to delve into, like, galactic politics, which could have been very interesting, but just wasn't executed well. They they tried to tell an origin story of one of the most interesting um, you know, bad guy characters in cinema, and they just didn't do a good job of it. You know, like that was the thing about it; it just didn't do a good job. And then after that ended, uh, you know, there was just no new Star Wars. I mean, there was like TV and stuff, but cartoons and things. But there wasn't another a formal movie. <clears throat> so, and what everybody wanted was like a movie after the end of Return of the Jedi. <clears throat> so, 
we finally, when Disney bought them, we're like, oh, they're going to make some. And, and so I was a little little hesitant because I was like, uh, okay. But it had been long enough that I was excited again to see Star Wars. Like, I remember the original Star Wars trilogy pretty well. I watched it a lot. And that is an excellent set of films. I mean, it's studied in film schools, I believe. Like, it's really good. It's, it's a hero's journey. It's kind of, um, it has well-written characters. It has uh, actual character development. Uh, it has a main hero who starts out as like uh, somebody who knows nothing and ends up being like a badass, a badass Jedi at the end. But uh, a character who I think this is very important for my critique for the <clears throat> the other movies is that uh, the Luke Skywalker's journey through the first three movies it it is a uh, is a journey that leads him to be in a powerful place at the end, but and a place where he chooses to be hopeful and chooses not to just, like, beat down on people. And that, that was, like, the problem with the the prequels. They just went all into the lightsaber battles. But at the end of of um, Return of the Jedi, when, when he chooses not to kill his father, kill Vader, he, um, and, and he's almost willing to sacrifice himself when the Emperor starts attacking him until Vader, like, steps in line. Like, when he does that, it's because he's trying to redeem his father. He believed, he told him, I believe there's still good in you. So at the end of that movie, you have Luke Skywalker as a like like a hopeful figure who's powerful and like oh he's going to go out and reform the Jedi and it's going to be great. I wonder what that happens. So that's what we expected to see. We expected there to be a new movie. It was going to take place decades later. And you're like okay, well that's plenty of time for Luke Skywalker to have rebuilt the Jedi in some way. So maybe we'll we'll see that. That'll be cool. And then we could see like his take on it because if especially if you know anything about the extended universe books, which I know very little, but I have a friend who is big on them into them you will um, know that, like, lots of stuff happens in those books after the end of the original trilogy, and Luke builds, like, Jedi, and there's, like, like attacks from outside the galaxy, and there's, like, there's all kinds of new threats, and they go into the Force, and they do lots of interesting stuff in there. That all that stuff got thrown out the window when Disney <laughs> bought them. But, you know, whatever. <clears throat> but my expectation of Episode 7 was, like, okay, we're gonna have... It'll be cool. Um, but then... And you're like, oh, that's gonna be cool. Like Luke, who's, Luke's gonna come back. It's gonna be awesome. Maybe we'll see him doing doing like 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 how many decades of training has he probably done by now? That'd be awesome. See where where he gets to. And then we see the Force Awakens. So I go and see Force Awakens, and I'm kind of excited. I'm like, yeah, man, let's see this. And I remember watching the Force Awakens and just getting angrier and angrier as the movie went along. Like like literally like like angry because the movie was just a. Sh- almost to an absurd degree a shot-by-shot remake of A New Hope. So I was simultaneously bored and felt like betrayed as a moviegoer because they had decades, they had all this time, they could have invented any story in the world and they literally just took the story we've already all seen and remade it with new characters and a bigger Death Star and you're like, whoop-de-doo, this is super lame. It has updated effects. Super lame. And then don't even get me started about how badly they 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 dealt with Han Solo's character. You know, killing him just, you know, nonchalantly in the in the middle of the movie. Just just it's like it was a warning sign. Like that movie was it was big glaring warning signs to me that Disney and they they do not have a plan for this franchise. They do not understand this franchise. They don't even understand competent movie making, in my opinion. Like uh, you know, script writing. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of character problems in that movie too, but I wasn't completely decimated by that movie because there were really cool moments in there. Like, um, I think I still remember what Kylo Ren's introduction I was in with the force boat 
holding the force bolt back. That was, I think, that one, right? <clears throat> that was really cool. Captain Phasma, really cool, but completely wasted, but very cool character. You're like, oh, that's going to be awesome in the next movie. You know, you thought they were setting that up. That would be cool. Finn's whole, like, uh, his introduction him, I was like, that would be cool. Finn could be cool because he's, like, an uh, ex-stormtrooper. That's something we haven't seen before. So there was, like, elements in there where you could see they're trying to introduce something new, but they were really ke- keeping that strict formula of a new hope and just kind of sprinkling in some new stuff. That And my hope was that they were doing all this because they just really wanted something that would make money. And, and they wanted something really safe for that movie. And then once they got through that, and I, I mean, I read this. I remember reading people having this opinion as well. They're like, oh, you know, it's okay. I know it's kind of boring, the same, samey, samey. But we're going to, it's okay because we're going to have the next movie is now when they're free to innovate. Okay? So, you know, be, be um, wary of what you wish for. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, because um, The Force Awakens may have been kind of boring, and I, and I was, like, angry at being, like, watching the same movie I'd already seen again, but I got over that after uh, pretty quickly, and then I was just kind of, like, annoyed by the movie. <clears throat> um, but as I said, it had good scenes in it, and I was like, okay, maybe they'll make something different next time. So when the next one, I was like, okay, I went into, okay, well, Rogue One came out after that. I actually saw it Rogue One, and I was like, oh, it's kind of entertaining. Eh, it was a nothing, it was a nothing movie. Not super badly executed, not super great. Some good acting, cool effects. A story I didn't care about that didn't need to be told that has no bearing on anything because it, you know, and everybody dies again. At least they, at least they did that. At least that was a little bit, I mean, it wasn't really gutsy because you do, everybody basically died at the end because telling a story about, of characters that they pretty much came out and said in the original movies that people died to get this plan. So anyway. Rogue One, um, you know, they steal the plans of the Death Star. It's not a story anybody needed, but it was a nice filler. It was pretty cool. We had some some good moments, some some good action. Strangely, they didn't actually put really cool scenes from the trailer in there. That's not completely unusual, you know, to do that. It's not unusual for a trailer to be very different from the movie, but it was a little disappointing, some of the some of that the way that got cut. And some of the stuff in the trailer was like literally only for the trailer. It was it was very interesting. Look at the history of, of some of that debate. Uh, it's a little semi-interesting if you're into, like, film stuff. <clears throat> but anyway, I saw Rogue One. I was like, ah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, good matinee. So then I go into Last Jedi, and I'm like, okay. If uh, Force Awakens ends with Rey finally finding Luke Skywalker, which is not another thing that pissed me off, and a lot of people got pissed off about Force Awakens, is you promise this is the new trilogy, the, the, the new Skywalker trilogy, and freaking Luke Skywalker isn't in it, but for, like, two seconds at the very end, that was a that was a dick move. I, I just, I'm gonna say that that was a dick move. They thought they were being clever, but they weren't being clever. They were just being jerks because people had been, had waited so long and they had to wait like another two years, or something just to see see it again. You know that's 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 lame. But anyway, <clears throat> so it starts out right where the old movie left off, and you're like, okay, finally I get to see Luke Skywalker. And then from moment one in the Last Jedi, they take a giant dump on the franchise. From the very first few seconds of the freaking movie, Luke Skywalker just throws his lightsaber over, you know, behind him like it's meaningless. And then it's just from there on, it's just one stupid twist after another just to undermine everything that was built up in the first movie, everything that was built up in the previous six movies in the trilogy, you know, like... You know, Ray's parents are mysterious, and in, and that could be an interesting story. Is she a Skywalker? Is she something else? 
Nope, they're nothing. She just was like uh, an orphan abandoned by her parents for drinking money or some BS like that. Who cares? You're unimportant. Your parentage is unimportant. Okay. That goes against everything in a supposed trilogy about Skywalker, but I can go with that. I can go with that because I was like, that could be interesting. It could be interesting because, you know, I, I was watching the movie and I was like, okay, and that, and, I, and at, from the very beginning, as these things start piling up, and I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing here. They're trying to say that all the old stuff is unimportant. All the old stuff needs to be let go because we're going to do something brand new. And it's like a meta narrative here. We're telling the audience that all that old stuff that we had, all that comfortable Star Wars stuff, we're going to get rid of that and we're going to do something brand spanking new. And it's going to be great, but you're just going to have to be okay with things being new. Things change. And, and, and I was like, okay, I can get on board with that. But just the execution was not good so and and, and the reason they, they i say they take a they dump on the franchise is because they don't actually do what you expect them to do and i'll get to that <clears throat> so they, they you know raise parentage is a thing um leia like there's a bunch of like like leia doing like the mary poppins in space moment um which my objection to that was that it's stupid looking and comes out of nowhere and that's kind of like like there's multiple scenes like that. How about I think the the whole side journey they take uh, onto another planet to find the uh, what is it to find the 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 crypto guy whatever that they need. And there's only like one guy in the whole galaxy that can do it. Oh nope, sorry, we don't need that. And then we're gonna have a whole like CGI scene in the casino. Like we don't need that. But when they they get thrown in jail, and then they just happen to find a guy who can do it anyway, even though he's not the person they were looking for. It's like over and over again in the movie, it just does that. It just has these scenes that, these, these, these twists, these changes uh, uh, to try to undermine your expectations, but they're stupid. <laughs> you know, like, they're like the worst aspects of the Shyamalan films, some of them, where you're just like, oh, what a twist. And, you know, it's just lame twist. <clears throat> um, they did that. They had like, oh, what's the day of Finn? Was it going to like sacrifice some stuff and a noble sacrifice at the end uh, with the big laser cannon? And then, um, uh, what's her name? The uh, mechanic. Uh, who's who's good in that movie but she her her character like out of nowhere just like flings her ship in him saves him for some reason and then because she's in love with him you know, like that undermines like literally both the characters in that movie because she's her character arc is completely negated in that by in that scene it they have no chemistry and it makes no sense uh and it's just very weird and like it was uncomfortable to watch that scene you're like why like she was a cool like she's supposed to be a cool like smart mechanic and she like kicks his ass earlier and like she's snarky and doesn't trust him and it's awesome uh, and then they just turn her into like a like a lovesick puppy at the end like who rams her almost kills herself r- trying to save him even though if he had actually sacrificed himself like they would have saved the re- remainder of the rebels and so by doing so she basically doomed a whole bunch of people to die a few seconds later you know what i mean like like this stuff like that keeps happening in the movie and when you think about it for a moment it doesn't make any sense it's like uh, characters are their motivations don't make any sense for their actions or they're just like their whole characters are completely undermined like luke skywalker's entire character is undermined the entire movie and you're like why (laughs) you're hoping against hope that this movie is going to explain itself at some point so you're watching it the first time you're like okay fine this is not the Luke Skywalker I remember. This makes no sense. Maybe what the hell happened to make him like this? They're going to tell me, right? They're going to they're gonna explain it. It's going to make all sense. And then they, they get the explanation. Oh, well, I started build, building the Jedi Order, and then Kylo had, like, a dream that he was trying to turn evil, and, and for a moment I thought about killing him, and then he, he woke up, and, like, him that, like, made him go to the dark side fully, and you're like, you're like, what? None of that makes any sense. 
<laughs> none of that is in character with Luke Skywalker at the end of the last movie. Uh, so, so many things like that in in The Last Jedi. And so I'm watching this movie, still holding out hope, though. You know, okay, Luke is, is, a, is a weird, creepy old hermit who drinks space cow milk directly from the teat. Uh, okay. <laughs> he likes his protein, I guess, and and he's all down on the Jedi and everything. And I'm like, okay. And then they, they, and they just have wacky twists in there because they want to, I don't know, they think it's entertaining. I'm like, fine, whatever. I think it doesn't quite work. But most of that, I think, is in a, uh, my, my thoughts about how they executed some of these twists are weird. Like, like the Leia flying through space thing. Cool that she suddenly has force powers. That's awesome. Like, makes a lot of sense, actually, because she's the twin of the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy, you know? Uh, makes complete sense, even though she doesn't have, like, a lot of training. Makes sense. Decades. She probably got a little bit of training or something. But uh, it's just such a ridiculous-looking scene. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. And they could have done other things to make it obvious that she had force powers that didn't look so ridiculous, but whatever. <clears throat> it is what it is. Uh, but the... and the, uh, But they had some interesting stuff in there. They had... And were, this is... This is Again, back to my point about why I think it's a big betrayal of the franchise. <clears throat> because... They're they're taking these dumps on things, and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, and I'm and then I'm they're having scenes like with the the connection between Kylo and Rey is really interesting, and you're thinking to yourself, oh man, she's getting more and more drawn to to Kylo, and to his side. Maybe what they're actually going to do is what I desperately hoped that they would do, but they end up not doing. But I was desperately hoping that they were going to forge a new path for the franchise. What I was I wanted them to do was to have Kylo, <clears throat> have Rey join forces just and they literally have a scene when they're in their they're they're in um snoke's chambers for that ridiculously awful fight scene with all the all the henchmen like seriously go look at that fight scene there's there's at least one moment that i saw in another review was pointed out and now i can never unsee it there's at least one moment where one of the guys in one of the red guys he like has to change the trajectory of his of his um club because um ray or, or the daisy is her name her the actress like misses her her timing on in the choreography, and so he doesn't want to smack her upside the back of the head. <laughs> so he just like kind of like changes his trajectory, and it looks terrible. Uh, and they kept it in there for whatever reason because they had maybe they couldn't do another take. I don't know, but it was it it it, it was not a well executed fight scene, especially if you know anything about if you ever seen good executed fight scene that was lame. But anyway, <clears throat> in that scene though, you have Kylo like literally saying to, to her, to Ray, like, "Join me. Let's let the old things die. Let's let's get together. Let's. I mean, like, not get together, get together. But like, let's join forces." And it's like I was, and at that moment, I was, I was actually really excited. For a moment, I'm sitting in the theater. I'm like, "Yes, do it. Like, do it. You know, like, join forces. Uh, you know, that would be awesome." You know that makes sense. That would that would help. Uh, that would help uh, validate all the stupid decisions that seem like you made so far in the movie. Because then, if Luke is disillusioned because the light side and the dark side constantly flip back and forth, and there's never really any balance, uh, it makes total sense for the light side and the dark side, who you made up to, you made a big deal about being counterparts. If they just joined forces, and then you found a third path, which was in between the light and the dark, which combined the two or something, then you can have a whole third movie, which is completely different, where they have to use this newfound alliance to fight something off. And heck, for all I know, maybe they will do that in the third one, but I don't think that was the intention of this movie, though. That's the thing. <clears throat> so um, <laughs> they they have that moment, and then they just, for whatever reason, have Ray go, nope, forget it. I'm going back to the old ways, where I'm just I'm just going to... 
I'm the light side, you're the dark side, and I'm right, you're wrong, and, and we're gonna we're gonna fight. Like we're gonna fight later. <laughs> you're like you're like really? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Why? Like it's called the Last Jedi. It's it's like it could have meant so many things, and it really would have been cool if what it meant was literally the Last Jedi because we're gonna do something new now. <clears throat> but they didn't. And and it's at that moment in that scene where where Ray turns down Kylo, where they decide we're not gonna join forces. And I I realize that this movie that may have been trying to build up to that thing has decided for whatever reason they're not gonna do that in this movie. That and and that instead it just they just took a dump on the whole franchise for nothing. It's at that moment it broke me. That's when I was broken on the Star Wars franchise because I was like, "Screw this!" I sat through the uh, I sat through the Force Awakens, which has so many problems, but mainly was just a, a shot by shot remake of a much better version of of itself, where they kill Han Solo for like no good reason. I mean, I understand like the real world reasons, but <clears throat> it's like okay, well, the character just gets dispatched in a stupid way. Uh, you had cool moments that, but then you have you have characters and. And motivations don't really make a whole lot of sense, but you set up a lot of mystery. And then in this one, you, instead of paying off any of the stuff you set up, you literally go out of your way to undermine everything that was set up in the old movie, uh, undermine the mythology in a large respect. And then in the moment that you could redeem yourself and you could, you could <laughs> decide to forge a new path and validate the decisions you made in the rest of the movie, so it would be not ama- It would have been an amazing moment because in the audience, who at this point, like me, a lot of the audience, I think, was probably feeling similar to I did, like pissed off, like what the hell is this movie doing? They could have had a moment where they said, "Aha! See, people, we are we are being clever. We're not idiots. We know what we're doing, and uh, and you know this is the payoff for that because we're going to do something new, and that would have been amazing. And instead, they just they just don't. They just don't." And then, and you know, like the movie ends and, and you're like, almost everybody's dead. And so it's supposed to be like the dark movie, but every, almost everybody's dead. And so like the resistance is basically shattered. The, they have the, the Luke Skywalker just dies for no freaking discernible reason. He never really has a, bad, a badass duel with Kylo like you think he would in this movie to redeem himself or to redeem him. Like the expectation I had was that Luke would physically go and battle kylo and in a moment where he could have killed him choose not to or somehow inspire kylo to do the same to him you know so that he would he would choose not to turn against the dark side you know not to turn he would choose to turn back to the light side you know or or you know i thought that was a path they could have done or he was gonna he was gonna choose not to go fully dark you know so they could have that middle way there's all kinds of ways it could have done that between the two characters. It could have had a really meaningful battle where the battle itself was... I mean, they kind of tried to do this where the battle was meant more than a battle, but it didn't really work because it had a couple of cool, like, I guess, sort of moments, but having him be a Force ghost was another one of those... Uh, or Force projection in that case. That was just another one of those moments where the movie is just trying to be clever, but it's not. It's just like, ah, you thought Luke was here, but he's not. Ta-da! And then, then they have Luke, you know, sitting on the rock, and and it's like, ah, you you think Luke's okay? He's dead. Ta-da! You know, and uh, and so at the end of the movie, I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, why, why? Oh, you had such you had such um such an excellent opportunity squandered opportunity squandered to do something new, just like. 
And not only did you did you do that, but you 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 you, you crapped all over the franchise so that this is the movie that like divided the fandom, uh, for very good reason because you have to do I think a lot of gymnastics and backflips you know to like justify the decisions made in this movie because they they just don't follow through with them. If they had followed through with them. And I don't know why they didn't, but if the script had followed through with the, the with with the undermining of the original, you know, concepts in the movie, then it might have been interesting. But it, they didn't, so it ends up being ridiculous. It ends up being just like a, like irritating at at best, and like rage inducing for some people. I think at worst. So I, I ended up watch, I watched the movie, and I and I left the theater. And I was like, I give up. I I, I think I said I'm done. <laughs> I think I might have said that when I got out of here. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I just can't anymore. Like they just they don't care about the fans. They don't care about good storytelling. They can't even be consistent in their own films. They set up good ideas just to squander them for no discernible reason. Uh, you know, they have no idea how to do pacing. They like they have no idea how to do character development. They completely waste the original actors. It's like I don't understand. I don't understand. It's like such a haphazardly done trilogy, and we're now two out of three in here. It's not gonna be able to. Re- to be better, is it? So I'm done. So that was my thoughts at the end of that. <clears throat> so that brings us to today, the trailer. So I see this trailer, the teaser trailer. So of course it doesn't really show anything at all, uh, except main, the main part of the trailer is Ray running away from a, looks like a TIE fighter coming at her, and and I guess she went to the Prometheus school of running away because she just runs in a straight line <laughs> away from it and then does a backflip over it instead of, you know, like running to the side. I, I don't know. Of course it's a teaser trailer, so it doesn't, it's out of context. So I'm sure maybe Maybe it makes sense in the movie. <clears throat> it didn't make sense in Prometheus. <laughs> Maybe it makes sense in this movie. So anyway, it's like, it's kind of uh, it's flashy. It's like okay, all right. I mean, there's a voiceover from Luke, and so like he's apparently back somehow. I guess as a Force ghost, <clears throat> um, has like some looks like they go to some nostalgic locations. It looks like there's a uh, there's like wreckage from the Death Star on one at one of them, and there's uh, an obvious Palpatine laugh at the end. So I guess he's coming back in some capacity. And yet, I read somewhere that they're not taking into account the backlash from the last movie, and yet it feels like that's exactly what they're doing. It feels like, it feels like um, this this latest movie is like kind of more like what they were planning on doing, and the Last Jedi was just like Ryan Johnson screwing everything up. You know what I mean? Like, like it feels like what they were maybe trying to do was more of a traditional story. You start with um, Force Awakens, and because it's such a, it's a remake of A New Hope, essentially, it felt like they were setting up things, they were setting up a more traditional Star Wars story where they were just going to have the second movie be like Luke and Rey and their training and adventures or whatever, and pass a torch moment at the end of, of like, Last Jedi, and then she would go to the third movie for the final confrontation. But then Ryan Johnson like threw a spanner into the works by basically throwing out the original concept. I don't I don't know what happened in the background. I'm sure some people might know more, but I don't know what happened. But it just feels like it feels like he was just like, nope, screw it. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna do something completely different that makes no sense. <laughs> We're gonna. And then this one feels like it's from a different continuity entirely, at least from the teaser trailer. It feels like oh, it's uh, now it's back to focusing on Skywalker and Luke's back in it somehow. What? And like Palpatine? What? What? What's going on here? Like, it feels like the second movie was supposed to be something completely different than what we got, uh, and maybe would have set this up better. So I don't know. So it does feel like to me, like at least based on the very limited bit of information we have here, that it is 
look it does seem like it's a uh it's a response to the last the reception of the last movies. I mean, look, Solo didn't do well. I didn't even see Solo because I don't don't care about the franchise anymore. <laughs> but I didn't even see Solo. And Solo was it was like not a bad movie from what I understand. Not a great movie, but not a bad movie and good acting in it, I guess. And it looked like it might have been a fun movie and had all the nostal- most some of the most nostalgic characters in it and some really good actors in it, and yet it didn't do well. I feel like that probably freaked Disney out. And part of the reason it didn't do well, I think, and I have absolutely no empirical evidence for this, but part of the reason I think it didn't do well is because so many people were so turned off by The Last Jedi. And if The Last Jedi had either been whatever the heck um, Episode Eight was originally envisioned to be, or it had actually gone through with Ryan Johnson's idea of, of like, um, like um, undermining the whole thing and doing something different, like, if either choice had been made, it it would have been, I think, a good movie, but it, it would neither happen. Instead, it was it just undermined things and then tried to backtrack a little bit. So you end up in a weird, messed up place where characters make no sense and and terrible damage has been done to uh, a franchise, and you've bought nothing for this, and you you just squandered everybody's goodwill. So why the heck would they spend money to go see the next filler movie? You know. I th- I think the episode nine will make a lot of money because just like I went to see episode three because I just wanted to know how it ended, a lot of people will go see episode nine, I'm sure, for the same reason. As I said, I will probably end up seeing it, maybe not opening night for full price, but I'll probably end up seeing it because I want to know how it ends because after that, they're going to supposedly be on a hiatus for a while, which is good, I think. Need a break from the nonstop Star Wars. But the- it- what's sad about all this is that the Star Wars universe is such a rich universe for story. It really, really is. Like, more so in, in a lot of ways than, like, my favorite franchise, Star Trek. Like, Star Trek could be, but in the main, the main content we have for Star Trek tends to be very focused on the Federation, on starships, on, on high-concept science stuff and technobabble-based things, stories and stuff. And <clears throat> Star Wars is a universe that feels more lived in. It's old, it's, and there's characters from all kinds of walks of life and you can tell stories about knights and and magic kind of you know like you can tell stories about politics and uh, mercenaries and war and uh you know anything you anything you can think of you can have heist movies you know you could have you know i mean like they kind of tried to do that with rogue one uh you you can have all kinds of adventure movies and other kinds of movies in there but i feel like so much damage was done especially by The Last Jedi, but, like, by this the kind of, I think, a botched rollout of Star Wars films that uh, they're just, they're just, they feel like they're just finishing off the trilogy because they have to, and then they're like, ah, oh, we're going to, like, back away a bit. But my hope, my hope, though, is that they will be able to, like, rehabilitate this franchise in the last movie uh, and leave the door open for something freaking new. Either this next movie is very new or it at least cleans up the mess that was The Last Jedi and then lets us have a brand new Star Wars because that's what I wanted. I just wanted something new. We had the original trilogy before most of the people seeing these movies, I think, were born. We had the prequel trilogy, which people universally kind of dislike, and it was up, and, and, and then we had nothing. And then we had this, this mess, and and like, like a lot of us just wanted something freaking new. Just give us something new. It doesn't like take a damn risk and make something new 
and you can argue the last jedi did that but i will say that uh they did not because it it feels like last jedi was trying to take a risk and then they backtracked and that's not risk taking they like they tried to hedge their bets too much and ended up being a mess uh, i would have had i'd have much more respect for the last jedi if they followed through and and actually uh, it, it, like did something new like said screw this light dark side stuff uh you know we're going to we're going to do joint forces you know like had to do all kinds of things what if kylo and ray had joined forces against luke like that would have been interesting <clears throat> but no we didn't have any of that so i'm hoping that this third movie will kind of like reset things we can be done with all the skywalker stuff it's been like oh my god nine freaking movies of stuff related to skywalkers like enough of that there's so many more interesting stories that can be told. There's so many more interesting stories in the extended universe that Disney just obliterated when they bought the franchise uh, that they could pull from and make canon again. Uh, there's just, ju- there's just, uh, and there's just better things they could do. And it's weird because I think they understood that, and that's why they were doing these Star Wars story movies. They were going to be in between because they were supposed to be those types of movies where they could take a risk. But then they don't really take a risk. You know, like Rogue One is boring-ish. It's okay, but it's not, it's kind of like, it's a mediocre film. They they really don't take a lot of risks with it at all. And I didn't see Solo, but, I, but the fact that it is Han Solo, like a prequel, means that they're restricted by what they can do. Uh, and obviously they did that for nostalgia purposes, to get people butts in seats. But I would rather they have done something completely different or pulled characters from the really popular cartoon shows or something that that everybody had watched, you know. So I, I don't know. I just I don't think they manage the franchise well, honestly. That's what it comes down to. So that's my long-winded way of 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 talking about how my feelings on the Star Wars franchise changed over the years and how just essentially the constant disappointment <laughs> ultimately has left me in a i don't know a state of ennui or something about the the whole thing and i just i just can't care anymore except i care enough to talk about it for 40 minutes so i don't know what does that say i guess i care more than i thought i cared about it still not enough probably to pay full price unless i can get like a discount ticket or something we'll see anyway you know if you love star wars uh that's great I as again I, I wish I, I wish I could get that back. I'm hope maybe with the the, the marketing and stuff, uh, I'm gonna try to leave an open mind for the for the next movie, and maybe it can rekindle some some passion again. If if I see a trailer like when the actual story trailers come out, if I see information that that, that gives me hope that they actually are doing something new and different, uh, then maybe I'll, I'll allow myself to get excited again. But uh, Last Jedi really killed my enthusiasm. I gotta say. Uh, but if you like it, uh, more power to you. Have a great time watching it. Um, yeah. Well, at least the name is super lame from the next <laughs> It's not a good name either. The Rise, the Rise of Skywalker, really? Uh, oh, well. Last Jedi was a good name. I think that was a good name. Force Awakens, that was a good name. Rise of Skywalker is awkward and weird. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's it. I'm gonna. I'm done ranting about Star Wars for now. Uh, please don't at me. <laughs> Have a great weekend. This weekend, I think I'm gonna actually go see a movie that's getting bad reviews, but I'm really fascinated to see it. Uh, that would be the Hellboy movie, because uh, my friend, my friend Mike and I are interested in doing uh, maybe a review podcast. Uh, 
and uh, that might be our first movie. We might do a pilot on that on a, like a review based show where you can hear me rant about other movies. But I'm actually interested because I really loved the uh, Guillermo del Toro original Hellboy movies and Ron Perlman. I thought they were really fun and 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 interesting and like amazing, um, you know, effects like you know like monster effects and stuff. <clears throat> so I think that the that would be I don't expect it to be this movie to be good like that, but <laughs> but I heard that it's like super bloody and gory and like like over the top. Like uh, I heard it described as like a mess of like like a metal cover or something come to life. I'm like, yeah, I can go check that out. <laughs> I'm sure and, and you know what? It might even be more fun if I'm gonna actually record a podcast uh, about that. It'd be more fun if it's, it's actually a terrible movie because they're always much more fun to talk about than like a nice movie you're like, oh, that was good, yeah. So we'll see what happens. That's what I'm probably going to do this weekend. Uh, but if I do, um, I don't know. I don't. That that might be a completely separate podcast. But I will tell you all about it if and when it is out. For now, this super long edition of the Daily Cron is over for this Friday, April twelfth, twenty nineteen. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week. It's the same.